Welcome to the new podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a place that is about inspiring hope. You can find out more about us and hear more messages at mygatewayfellowship.com. A little boy was asked, what is faith? He says, that's when you believe something that's not true. Did you hear what the little kid said? What is faith? That's when you believe something that's not true. A lot of Christians, if we had a quiz on Monday, and I ask you, what is faith? And I pass out a little piece of paper, and I ask everybody here to write it down. What is faith? We'd have 150 different answers. What is faith? Well, okay, it's when you believe something that's like not real. We'd all come up with the same stuff the kid did with. What is faith? We're starting a series on faith. And we appreciate your understanding as WGTS's radio family is grieving the passing of Pastor Neville Harkham. He was our three-star general. When a soldier dies on the field of battle, the entire unit, the entire platoon, the entire division feels it. What do you do when you lose a member of command on the field of battle? He died right after a meeting, making further plans for WGTS. He died in the line of duty, and we honor his memory. We're grateful for the faithfulness and the service of one of God's people. He never claimed to be better than any of us, but he was into the thick of it. We are not wrestling against flesh and blood. Make no mistake, it is against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world. You and I cannot fight against the devil, but Jesus can. That's why James says, you resist the devil and he will flee from you. Then he gives you the secret on how to do it. Draw near to God and God will draw near to you. Any questions? You got God with you. Everybody else has to flee. That is faith. Faith. So what is faith? I still got you, though. You're still looking at me like, oh, this better be good. I'm getting more confused by the minute. That's my job. I got to push you. Christians fall into the the temptation of spooning out the answers. Okay, here's what you're supposed to believe. Open. Ah, Mm, that is truth. Mm. I could do that and you'd still go home saying, well, I'm not quite sure. But if the Lord provokes you and you have to think it over and he convicts you, then faith will mean more to you during this series. Faith is a journey. It's not an experience. It's not just merely a destination. Faith is an expression of everyday living. So what is faith? Well... No, we better not ask the kid anymore. I still think it's when you believe something that's not true. Now, the apostle wrote in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11 and verse 1. 
Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, the, the apostle said, Faith is the substance of the things you hope for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Sounds like a song, huh? It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Oh, that's awesome. I don't know what it means, but it's a cool song. You know, like when Nirvana would sing. You didn't get the lyrics or anything, but everybody liked the stuff. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of what you're not able to see. The substance, the solid of what you're hoping for, but it becomes evidence. Even though you have not seen it. Like Jesus said, to begin to understand faith, he said, Blessed are they that believe. Jesus said, Blessed are they that believe, even though they have not. So, to understand faith, and you will have a preliminary answer to the question, what is faith tonight? Then there will be a quiz next weekend. No, don't, don't. There won't be a quiz. It'll just be an enlargement of the journey. But tonight we must plant a seed. What is faith? Jesus says, it begins with, blessed are they that believe even though they have not seen. Is it possible to believe in something even though you haven't seen it? Is it possible to believe you're pregnant even though you have not seen the baby yet? You haven't had your first sonogram. Is it possible? Yes, parents are... Duh. Single people, well, I, I have to think about that. But parents know what I'm talking about. You didn't need to see the first sonogram. You believed. There were other indicators. That suggested, because there are false positives as well. But you first must believe in something. I see a stool here. Okay, it's made out of ash. Standard guitar player stool that's way too tall for me. They should have made one this high for people my height. It is glued with Elmer's wood glue. It is nicely tooled. It looks good on stage even though it's very impractical because it's too tall for me. I believe it's a good stool. Now, I must have faith, and it's not going to break, break apart on me. That has happened in over 31 years of ministry. There have been moments of humility before the masses when a stool was not something to believe in. You believe first, and then what follows? Faith. There was a man who tightroped across Niagara Falls. How many have been to Niagara Falls? Okay, thank you. How many have never been to Niagara Falls? Okay. How many, frankly, do not care? <laughs> okay. Don't you like that third one? Finally, a vote for me. You know. There was a man who tightroped across Niagara Falls, and folks freaked out. As he took this 38-foot pole and went across the falls. After that, with a microphone at the other end of the falls, how many of you believe I can tie a rope across the falls? Yes, we believe. Why? 
because they just saw him do it. Right? Now, I shall attempt a new feat. He pulls out a wheelbarrow with a wheel that fits onto the cable that stretched across Niagara Falls. One of his buddies jumps into the wheelbarrow. Now the pole is extending from both sides of the wheelbarrow, and there he is with a very frightened buddy in the wheelbarrow. (laughs) He couldn't smile, but he did his best. They finally get to the other end, and he asked the astonished crowd, how many believe that I can cross with a wheelbarrow and a person in it? Oh, we believe. Why? Because they just saw him do it. And then he said, all right, who's next? (laughs) That is faith. You may even have evidence that that you have a reason to believe, but me? Um... I need more time. (laughs) Belief is a prerequisite to understanding the experience of faith. You just saw the guy do it. But who wants to have faith enough to cross the falls with the guy? See, we can see God's promises. We can believe in him and still not want to have faith in what we clearly see is God's way. First, you must believe. In a previous sermon on faith that I spoke here, I talked about Walt Disney and the when he built Epcot Center long before the first computer came into an American home. This man had a computerized home of the future. Disney World behind him had monorail that oh, wow that is amazing it doesn't even make noise now we have them everywhere you go to work in one of those well some of you those of you who, you who use the metro these electric vehicles are now part and parcel of humanity but when he made the monorail everyone was shocked Disney World was a a, a fantasy land of something that was not not yet existing. But this man believed in something. And then he builds the Epcot Center and this ball sitting in the middle of the park. And when you take that ride today, the, 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 the technology of the technological home of the future is still relevant today. And it came up years ago. And when... Just before it was to be dedicated, Walt Disney died suddenly of a heart attack. His wife led the tour of the reporters a day or two before the grand opening of Epcot so that reporters can run stories about it in the media, guaranteeing a big crowd on opening day. And reporters marveled, ooh, ah, as they recorded everything. We're live from Epcot Center. Back to you, Bob. And so then reporters were heard commenting as Mrs. Disney led the group. She heard back behind her, you know, it's too bad Walt Disney didn't live to see all of this. And without missing a beat, she turned around and said, he did see it. That's why it's here. See, when you believe in something, then you have faith enough to build a futuristic park that makes no sense to anybody. Nobody can figure it out. But you believed in something. 
Martin Luther King Jr. believed in something. Mahatma Gandhi believed in something. That's why they had faith enough to do something about what they believed in. Faith follows belief. Simple, isn't it? So, um, Brown, it's a, a town called Robstown in South Texas, right by 11 miles from Corpus Christi. Uh, that still doesn't mean a lot to some of you, but really cool spot in South Texas. It's very flat. I mean, it is so flat that if the dog runs away from home, Two or three days later, you could still see him running away from... He's still running away. It is so flat. I mean, it, if you don't like flat land, you just go by and visit. You don't... But anyway, it's a beautiful place. Great rattlesnakes anyway. And so, they have, their main crop is cotton. They have the most cotton gins per capita in the United States of America. And so it's cotton as literally as far as the eye can see. So the high school team is called the Cotton Pickers. And they were in last place. And every time they played, guaranteed they were going to lose. And to add insult to injury, the school bus would be egged by the triumphant fans you guys stink, man. You lose, you lose every time. The cotton pickers, man, for sure. Making fun of them. So they lose, and now you've got to hurry up and wash the bus when you get home because the, the egg will actually eat through the paint. I ignored egging once and paid the price as my car looked smeared with egg for the rest of its life. Uh, it's, it, it has acids that eat through paint. What will it do to your stomach? Anyway, I just, just a thought. I didn't like what it did to my paint, so I got scared of eggs. But anyway, that's another subject. Not having to do as much about faith as it has to do with, I better study this up. Anyway, these guys were losing. They finally got an idea they should let go of their coach. The new coach stood his baseball team in the gym. All right, everybody at attention. And they're all, you know, like this. And some are helping to hold the wall up, you know, and... And he said, all right, everybody take one pace forward. I'm looking at a team of champions. They burst into laughter. (laughs) And the ones that laughed the loudest, you, you, you're off the team. Sir, you think it's funny that I'm looking at a team of champions? You're off the team. Go. Maybe next school year, I'll let you back on the squad. But sir, I'm a senior. That means you've lost your varsity opportunity for your senior year. But it out. Anyone who laughs at a winning team has to go. And then the others were scared. Sir, you just chased away our top two players. Top two players, you're in last place. Well, now everybody take one step forward and stand at attention. This isn't the Marines. It is now. The guy used to be a Marine. And he brought those values onto campus. And he says, I'm looking at a team of winners. And he questions, what's a winner? (laughs) Somebody who wins. Gentlemen, look at me. Everybody, look at me. And as they all looked at him frightened, first, you must believe. Say it after me. First, you must believe. believe. Okay, okay, I... 
We sound like a baseball team today. <laughs> Don't sound like the cotton pickers did that. Day. Ready? First, you must believe. All right, all right. You don't you forget that. First, if you want to learn about faith, first, you must believe. Well, the team was okay. Now what? He had them run laps around town, this little town of Robstown. Then they had to play soccer for forty minutes. <laughs> My side hurts. All right, an extra lap for the whole crew because his side is hurting. You see what you did? <laughs> they were so out of shape. They had to run. What does soccer have to do with baseball? Oh, I go, you got. Well, now we had in 10 minutes to the soccer game. I'm going to build up my crew. And I'm going to make them a championship team. That school year, they came in fourth place. The next school year, they came in first place and won the regional championship. The following year... They came in first place and won the championship of the great state of Texas. That's thousands of high schools. Then the following year, they came in first place, went to national, and won the second place nationwide. Cotton Picker became a sign of excellence. Everybody, can I sign up? You had to try out. Only the cream got in. And guess what they did? I have the pictures, but I didn't bring them today. Maybe next week. Someone will show them for you before the quiz. Inside the dugout, they painted with paintbrushes a red field and in white letters, First, you must believe. And they have these red t-shirts. It says cotton pickers on the back. And right here on the front, First, you must believe. I went to Robstown twice to see this with my own eyes. I heard the story. Nah, man, this ain't true. I go down there, and they're working out. I got scared. I'm looking at 98-mile-an-hour fastballs at practice. These guys are throwing major league-style stuff. I said, do you want to try? No, I'll just watch and take pictures. Are you a reporter? No. <laughs> I am the least of your threats. I'm a preacher. Oh, pray for us, man. No, we, you don't need my prayers. You guys are winning all over the place. And I watched these kids as it went to the schoolhouse. They had one of the highest drug abuse rates in South Texas. A 61% dropout rate among their student body. Appalling statistics. And all of a sudden they put, First, you must believe with student paintbrushes. They could have brought in Joe's painting and done it right. But the kids did the best they could with the mural. First, you must believe, exactly like the one in the dugout, exactly like the one on their t-shirts. Student-owned. Then it says, athletics plus academics equals excellence. Suddenly their grades started rising. They suddenly had a higher proportion of, of, of summa cum laude and magna cum laude graduates. Suddenly they were providing more graduates for Texas uh, A&M University than other high schools. Suddenly their academic program was just ex as excellent as their athletic program. First, you must believe. Then you'll have faith to play good ball. Then you have faith to be a student. You must believe in something first. If you don't believe, well, I don't believe. But God better come through for me, man. If he's a God of love, 
then why did he do this? See, those are folks that don't believe. But when you believe, you may not understand why God allowed something, but you trust him. Okay, I don't get it, all right? But I love you, I trust you. You haven't let me down before, so I don't get it right now, but one day I will. I still believe. All things are possible to them to believe. Question today is, do you believe? Well, I, um, well, uh, uncross your arms. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world. You see, he believed in us first. Remember this. Just remember this principle. Anything God asks of us, it's because he did it first. Don't ever forget that. If he asks you to give 10%, it's because he gave 100%. If he asks you to take care of your body, it's because he already gave his body. There's no need to destroy your body with drugs. He already had his body destroyed for you. You can choose to live forever. Anything God asks you, he did it first. If he asks you to believe, it's because he believed first. If he asks you to love, it's because he loved you first. For God so loved the world that he gave his only, not just one of them or the youngest or the older one, he gave his only son that whoever believes first you must believe. All things are possible after that to them that believe they will not have to die they'll have everlasting life that's why someone wisely suggested that heaven begins here we live in a lot of stuff here pastor harkham believed in something he believed in wgts radio and under his leadership and with the incredible team that runs and manages this station, the crew that you hear on the air each day, all day, all night, the Lord has blessed. It is the second largest Christian radio station in these United States of America. The hand of the Lord. The legacy of faith. You see, this is what faith looks like when God blesses His people. Even amidst tragedy, we can still mark His blessings. We will miss this incredible man's presence. Tender, loving, decisive man. Made difficult decisions, fought battles where they needed to fight. Didn't waste energy fighting stuff that didn't need fighting. And WGTS Gateway Fellowship is launched we were renting a little school, but wait till we have a building. You're going to have to save a seat. I, I want to save a seat. Well, we're filled. We have overflow across the street, around the block. The Lord is up to something because Pastor Harkin believed in something. And then by faith, he took risk. And that is how our journey of faith can be understood. We must believe. Brothers and sisters, I must ask you, what do you believe in? We have young men and women around the world right now wearing an American uniform who believe in their country so much that they're willing to lay down their life. That's a lot of faith. I was in Germany speaking to troops who were serving in Iraq 
at the time, the hotbed of explosions and deaths of Americans. And he walked up and he says, Pastor, I, I don't agree with this war. I think it's misguided. The politicians don't have it right. But you know what? I love my country. And I believe in our democracy. And I'll gladly give my life in defense of this democracy that allows us to debate back home in America. You see, when you believe, I'm always humbled when I look into the eyes of a person who truly believes. We do a lot of talking, but how many of us have a, a uniform on and carrying a small arm into have harm's way? How many of us are willing to die? That's why Dr. King made the statement, you have not yet learned to live until you have found what you are willing to die for. First, you must believe all things are possible to them that believe. If you believe in something, now by faith you can do it. So the question is, what is faith? Faith is what you do when you believe. Did you catch that? What is faith? Faith is what you do when you believe. Not what you debate. Well, I see it differently. I disagree. In my church, well, no, 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 no. Faith is what you do. Show me. We all need to become Missourians. Show me. Quit talking. Show me your faith. Don't argue that you're right. Demonstrate in a life of faith that Jesus is right. That he was right about us. We mourn the passing of this incredible man. But we will, in the memory of his faith, carry on. Our commander is resting gently tonight. And we choose to believe. And we will move by faith. Don't ever try to have faith in something you don't believe in. If you believe. That's why Jesus said, all things are possible. Because now you, it's possible to have faith. And you unleash heaven's storehouse when you pray for it. Does this make sense? What is faith? Faith is when you do what you have come to believe in. There are communists who came to believe in their party, and that's what they do. They have faith in it. I did gang intervention for many, many years. My brother was murdered on the streets of Los Angeles in a street gang, the Eastside Clover Gang, because he believed and had faith in his homies who only led to his death. So it's possible to even have faith in erroneous things. But if you have, if you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, that Jesus Christ can forgive you of your sins, if you believe that Christ can give you a victory that could lead into this community to reach other people, if you believe that the hand of God can come upon you as well, then you have reason to have faith in the movement of the Holy Spirit. Call me crazy, but I believe. I like to challenge Gateway Fellowship to make t-shirts. Put on your t-shirt. I believe. I believe. Because once you believe, you've given yourself permission 
to have faith. I hope it makes sense. And if it doesn't, I hope the Lord will stir you half the night. I can't sleep after that message. But I hope the Lord will speak to you. And whatever he's given to you, please give it away to somebody else. For the honor and glory of God. In memory of our dear friend, Pastor Harcum, to his family who grieves tonight, may the Lord touch your broken hearts and grant you the miracle of comfort. May we who remain purpose this day that we too believe as he did and that the GTS vision of reaching out to the families of the Washington, D.C. metro area, we will not let this go until he blesses us. 600,000 listeners is not enough. Not in a population base. What is it? Three and a half million. Some bizarre number. We know that GTS is heard in the halls of Congress and in the Pentagon and the White House. I've been to a superior court building where a thousand people were in the cafeteria. And GTS music was leading the people as they ate their sandwiches and their cold meatloafs and stuff. But it's not enough. We've got to reach those homes, folks. We must believe in something. And with faith, WGTS, uh, Gateway Fellowship will make a difference in this community. It is, uh, this is how I joke about it at the station. WGTS, family-friendly, on the air and on the ground. <laughs> on the ground is the, the Gateway Fellowship. Nobody has put me on the air with it, but uh, see, the Lord keeps us humble as well. But, by the glory of God, for his advancement of his kingdom and in the memory of the man who believed in GTS, whose belief is ours. Wait for me, Jesus, for I am so slow, so tired and small. Wait for me, Jesus, for I am so frail, I am nothing at all. Wait for me, Jesus, for I am so lost, with so much I must do. Wait for me, Jesus, through all of my life, I've been searching for you. me, Jesus, my burden is greater than ever before, comfort me, Jesus, take me and guide me and show me the door, show me, oh Jesus, the meaning of life. And the songs I can sing Take me, O Jesus Through all of my life 
let your praises reach and reach. Do you believe? First, you must believe. What was that? First, you must believe. I didn't hear you. First, you must believe all things are possible to them that believe. Blessed are they that believe, even though they have not seen. That's the next step. Because now that you are believing, you are blessed by God. You can have faith in what you have not seen. So now we understand faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things unseen. God bless you. Go in peace and tell somebody what you saw tonight. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9. We'd love for you to visit us sometime. Services happen each Saturday evening at 6. You can learn more about us and get more podcasts at mygatewayfellowship.com.